Earnings season is just beginning, and usually the first round of earnings come from the nation's financials. And by golly, everybody has been looking forward to seeing these, especially when they saw Texas Capital's numbers. Texas Capital Bank shares reporting $1.19. That's 22 cents better than expected. That's an enormous beat. And one of the reasons everybody wanted to see this is with higher interest rates, the specter of maybe making money for financials is even better than it has been. That's probably good news for the still relatively new CEO, Rob Holmes, who joined us right now. It's good to have you with us. Hi, David. Thanks for having me again. This is a good time, a good time to be a, uh, running a bank, I would guess, with, with higher interest rates and a lot of loan demand. Well, it's a, it's a great time to be running a bank for a lot of reasons. And as you know, we're doing a transformation here at Texas Capital. So we have some challenges that others don't have, but we're really, really excited about them. We are asset sensitive still. And so to be positioned as we are for rate hikes, which some think the Fed may do for this year, is a great place to be. But we hope to, over time, manage the asset sensitive sensitivity of the balance sheet and uh, have really good, strong earnings, irrespective of interest rate environment. You know, I've, and I've heard the, the loan loss, provisions for loan loss are way down. Well, as you know, we our strategy was flawed before. We talked about that yeah. in the past. And we did. We led with only the loan product, and this transformation is about moving from leading with a loan product to serving our clients fully, being relevant to them with many products and services over the whole life cycle of the company's corporate life. So, um, as we move away from leading, if if you have only the loan to lead with, and you need earnings, you do more lending, and the company got in trouble by reaching across the risk spectrum and doing some things we shouldn't have done and uh, with some clients we shouldn't have done it with. And uh, so the new strategies addressed all that and the majority of that, that, those issues are way, way, way behind us. This is the first quarter since I've been here that I, that I think it's done, been very clean. So the loan book is clean um, and the uh, we, we had a, tech right down the quarter before we don't have any more of that uh in the in the foreseeable future that's gone we exited correspondent lending so that's all the way out of the balance sheet and income statement now so the balance sheet income statement on a go forward basis um are clean and the market can judge us by what we create during the transformation well and you're it would appear to be you're in the right place and probably at the right time for a transformation like this the in migration the growth in this area uh, has been phenomenal and evidently we're told is going to continue to be. In fact, I got a, we've got a guest coming on next week who's going to tell us this is going to be the third largest area in the United States of America, eclipsing Chicago come eight years from now. Well, as you know, we, we passed Houston. So, you know, we're, we're, we're well on the way and I would agree with that sentiment for sure. And we've been able to attract uh, great, great talent um, from all over the country. Um, we have over 1,850 employees, uh, and there's about 800 plus that are new or in new jobs here. And a large percentage of the new people have come from New York, California, Alabama, all, uh, Chicago, really all over the country to join us and uh, build this bank with us. So this is maybe the most exciting time and dynamic time, I think, in the history of Dallas. But if you look at that, it's, there's, it's no surprise. We have a favorable business environment with regulation, uh, attitude, um, great health care, affordable living, 
the world's uh, American Airlines flies more direct from Dallas to anywhere in the world than than any other place in the world. So it's just a wonderful place to live. The education system. What are there ten four year universities along I thirty five in Texas? Yeah. So there's there's a lot of talent being born here and developed here, and a lot of talent moving here. I and, I, and, I can yeah. tell you how you're recruiting your friends from from the East Coast to come down here, and dragging them back down, and making the same trek that you did. So talk about uh, talk about the progress in in you know reorienting the bank. I know you're building up a lot of different areas. One of them is wealth management. It is. Well, we, we've got a we've made a lot of progress. It's been a very difficult year and a hard year. But we're on track. So we said we told the street 2025. We gave them some goals and we said we'd have to give them some unconventional guidance between now and then. And, and really judge us based on what we did and what those um, actions will result in versus the familiar metrics of ROTCE and, and uh, TSR, total share return and the like. So um, we, uh, we, we've developed, we are now the stage of execution. We reorg the bank. We have new lines of business. We have new business segments. We actually landed new products and services for those business verticals and business segments. And this is what's really exciting. Let me just give you one example. We did not have the the products or services to focus on business banking clients. You have to have unique credit approval system to do it in a cost-efficient way. And you have to have unique treasury solutions to make it affordable to that segment. We, we did the credit platform and we produced bundles for the, for the treasury product for business banking. So within the last year, we have a new segment. We have a new leader for that segment. We have new bankers in that segment. We have new products. We have new services. We have new clients and we have new revenue. And we've done that in corporate banking as well with revenue cycle management and treasury services. So we, we're, we're lining up segmentation so we can better serve our clients with the right products and services over the course of their lifetime. So this is what you're alluding to. I saw in your, in your presentation of the analyst, you talked about, quote, improving client relevance and diversifying your revenue base. That's exactly right. We are diversifying our revenue base away from loans. Of course, we're in the loan business. We are going to provide credit to our clients so they can uh, – be very, very successful. But we got to do more than just that with our clients. And we intend to treasury services, wealth management, investment banking. We're building one of, I think, as far as I know, the only Texas founded full service investment bank there is. So we will have sales and trading, M&A, debt underwriting, equity, uh, liquidity management, Li- excuse me, liability management, the whole bit. Wow. And we look forward to really having the majority of our suite of products and in investment banking launched in place available for our clients by the end of the second quarter of this year. That's really aggressive for, for a financial institution your size. But, I, you know, I think about it, and this really is a very crowded field out here. I, we talked about this last time we spoke, but I, a week doesn't go by that I don't see some bank from Arkansas or from someplace that's that's relocated here. We're going to open up a branch here, and, and and certainly the wealth management is is a, is a crowded field out there. You have to have uh, some point of difference to stand out. There's no doubt about it. And people ask me, say, Rob, I drive down the street and there's 65 banks on three corners. Like, how are you different? And I said, we 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 don't we're, we're not even remotely like those banks. There is not another full service 
Texas bank financial services firm. There's not one. All those banks you just named, they're not. So nobody will have this platform. So we can be more relevant to our clients. They can do more with us throughout the entirety of their life cycle. And it's not really, David, I understand totally why you said it sounds risky. We're doing flow trading. We're not taking big capital risk or positions. We're doing flow trading for our clients that we already have. Our mortgage warehouse clients are already doing gestation. They're already doing TBA hedges, and that's not risky. And so we're, we're providing products and services that our prospects and clients are already using. You know, on our M&A platform, uh, we just got our FINRA license this, this, uh, this month. We have four sell-side mandates in-house. Okay, so the clients really are responding to this. We, are, we have been mandated on our two first debt underwriting deals since we got our FINRA license. So and we're talking about weeks into the process. So we're really excited about this, really excited about Go Forward. And the thing that's going to take time to launch is the sales and trading. But we have one of the biggest warehouses in the country. And so mortgage flow trading gestation, TBA, it just makes sense. So tell me about the the physical footprint right now. Is all this virtual or do you need, are you expanding more space? Uh, oh, we're expanding. Are you well, looking for acquisitions? Need a, need a lot more space. We have a lot more space, so a lot more people because we have a lot more products and services and we have a lot more bankers and a lot more frontline bankers. We're investing in frontline bankers. The pyramid was on its head when I arrived. We didn't have enough frontline. We had a lot, a lot of back office and an inability to scale. And now we're creating the ability to scale and we're adding a lot of frontline bankers. So we're, we're building a sales and trading desk here in our, our corporate headquarters. Um, it's, uh, it's not nearly as complicated as you would think. Um, and uh, it's complex, but not complicated uh, in terms of, of, of the build. It is complicated in terms of doing it, but not in terms of the build. Sound like an exciting time to be, to be doing what you're doing and where you're doing it. Rob Holmes is the CEO of Texas Capital Bank Shares. We always enjoy our conversations. Thank you very much for the time. Thank you, David. Have a great day. Thanks for more of our conversation with Mr. Holmes. Go to KRLD.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson. News Radio 1080 KRLD.